Hey guys, Brent here. Just want to stomp in before the show and give you a little heads up. Uh, I don't know what happened, okay? And I hate having to come in beforehand and let you guys know there's a problem with the show. But there is, and it makes me sad. So, just here it is. Um, when we sat down and recorded this episode, uh, for some reasons, Nick aud- Nick's audio is kind of jacked. Um, you can ask anybody that was in Discord when we recorded it. He actually seemed like he was the quietest coming across. And then it turns out he was really loud and capped a few times and gets kind of distorted. And it's kind of hard to listen to. So uh, just, you know, I guess listen to it low if you really want to listen. It, we just we don't do a whole lot but talk about the trip through uh, Super BitCon. Uh, so, if you know, if it really bothers you, then maybe tune in next time. I'm really sorry about it. Uh, I wish there were, uh, was a way, a feasible way currently for me to have everybody on their own channels, but there's really not. So, again, I'm sorry. Uh, I spent, I don't know, some a few hours yesterday. That's why this show is late. So not only is it late and then late, but it's also kind of jacked up, and I feel terrible about it. I spent a ton of time trying to work through it, and it just made it sound worse so I'm just going to give it to you as it is. So, yeah. And if you, if, you, if you can't handle it, then see you next time. If you can, sorry, just, yeah. And here, here it is. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, adventurer. Care for another story? One of a hero's triumph against darkness? A dragon's journey of self-discovery? Or perhaps two souls' quests to find unity? Well, pull up a chair and have a listen. Welcome to this episode of the RPG Show. My name's Brent. I'm your host, and with me today, I have some dudes, maybe a lady, who really knows. First up, we have Nick the... I got... Yeah, Nick. Hey, man. How's it going? Uh, it's going. It's going. Next up, we have Anderson sits in the back and remains quiet. Quiet. How's it going? How? I fucking bit this out of my tongue when I did that intro. Yeah, that hurts. How's it going, Anderson? What's happening? pretty good you know just being quiet right just now be, just being quiet and blaine everybody's in my house jay what's happening man hey how's it going guys 
It's going great. Uh, so this is our first. Ep- Sorry, it's a week late, but that happens when nobody's around to post episodes or record any. Um, and as we'll get to in a minute, things didn't go quite to plan, so we had to like schedule things aside to do this. So I mean, shit happens, bro. Shit happens. But uh, this is a sitting down uh, first time from being back from Super BitCon. And so if you haven't been paying attention, like this is your first time here and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Super BitCon is a convention that gets put on annually in Oklahoma City. Retro video games and anime and cosplayers and whatever have you um, that we went to as a crew. Um, and for the most part, had a pretty good time. So, uh, yeah, we meant to record shit on the road and while we were there. And, like, the build-up, so, like... We were gone, well, at least me and Nick were, we were gone Thursday through Monday morning, I guess is the, the best way to put it. Uh, you know, we drove through Pickup Anderson, uh, went on to Oklahoma, or went on to visit, you know, hang out with Blaine, and then went on to Oklahoma City for the convention um, Saturday and Sunday, and then drove all the way back straight shot like crazy people. Um, which I, I have a clip of, I've got to get off my phone. We made one recording on the road and it's me delirious at like 4am promising that if I die, it's not Nick's fault. So (laughs) that happened. Um, but we were, uh, you know, the, the way out, I think we were just kind of like more focused on getting there and doing the thing. We weren't really thinking about stopping and talking about it on a recorder. Um, and then when we were there, um, I just don't know why we didn't do anything when we were there Friday. Uh, that's a, that's probably a good question. Um, we did watch a, a, a horrible movie. Uh, what did you make us watch, Blaine? What was that? Why? Uh, that why? Did... Truth or Dare, A Critical Madness, um, classic 1986 straight to VHS film. Uh, yeah, just just wonderful. I've seen it twenty plus well, times. Next but, next uh, time uh, I'm coming through town, I'm bringing you a dictionary because you obviously are uh, misinformed on the term classic and what that means. Oh, classic. Uh, no, 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 it's not. Great. Uh, <laughs> all right, shut up, shithead. Um, no, I, we did that. That was fun. That was an interesting movie. Uh, I don't think uh, Nick enjoyed it as much. Uh, did you there, Nick? No, not particularly. Uh, in particular, if you could point out one thing that you really despised about watching the movie, what would that be? Uh, the fact that the movie was in the DVD player. <laughs> if you had to pick one best part of the movie, what would that be? Uh, the pre-hype before the film started. I was just—I was thought you were going to say the credits, but uh, that's that's fine. <laughs> Uh, that, I mean, all right. So we've talked shitty movies on this show before. Uh, well, at least me and Minthian have, uh, in, uh, one of our off topics. And, uh, that's, uh, it is. All right. So Anderson, I'll let Anderson, Anderson describe this, this thing we watched, um, we're forced and it's like cruel and unusual punishment, but I'll let you go ahead and describe what we were for, what was forced upon us. We were like visually raped by, uh, what was beset upon us. Uh, well, first off, I didn't hate the movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was, it was shitty as hell, but it was funny. <clears throat> but, um, you mean like describe the movie? Like well, what? yeah, yeah. Just uh, you don't have to give us a plot breakdown, but like, just, just what, what, what were, what, what was it like as a thing? 
Okay. Um, it was a thing. It was a movie where this man, uh, he goes around killing people. Yeah. And um, yeah. It's weird. It's, uh, I it's mean, all... he, he kills people and when he, he gets hurt a lot himself. Like he goes out to, to kill somebody and he ends up, I think at one point he gets cut and he ends up in this psychiatric ward. And then he kills people in there and he breaks out. And then he gets caught, but he gets sent right back. Uh, and at one point, he has a golden mask or a copper mask. And uh, yeah, it's a terrible movie. I mean, yeah. he's just killing people. Yeah, no. Uh... Blaine's I mean, really the one who should be describing it. He the, knows all about can, it. Well, defend, yeah, yeah. defend this pile of poo then. Like, well, uh, well, look, all right. First off, I guess I ought to say, like, I'm kind of on Blaine and Anderson's side. Like, I enjoy a movie that's that's bad. I really do. Um, it wasn't the, like, it was funny because of just how haphazard, like, it looks like a middle schooler's attempt to make a high school movie on like a thousand bucks in their parents' video camera is what it looks like. Um, in, in reality, that's pretty close. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, so, uh, in, in, and that's, in that part of it, it's fun. It reminds me of a, a ripoff me and my friends made of the Blair Witch Project when we were kids with the, you know, on the shoulder VHS fucking camera, um, that was garbage, but it reminded, like some of the way they, they made certain cuts and angles to try and like, uh, make you pretend like something was there that wasn't there. Shitty effects, that kind of stuff. Like that's obviously catch up kind of stuff. Um, for that, it was fun. Um, so to me, it sets outside of like, because again, it comes back to the whole Monkey Shines argument, worst movie I've ever seen. And I don't put this worse than Monkey Shines because it's not like in the same category. Like it's over here. Like it would make it would, like if this was if it would have been put out on YouTube and like got a little like viral marketing and word of mouth like no this this would have had like a million views like it would have been it would have been all over the place because people would just be watching it and laughing at it hysterically well, it's funny you say that because I actually uh, kind of rekindled my uh, like searching of this film and it turns out that it is like become kind of a bigger thing and it was actually uh, shouted out on like some kind of horror blog by Elijah Wood and he like goes into detail about like how much he loved it as a kid and stuff so <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. No, that's not cool. Yeah, um, that's really cool. So no, the, the whole the funniest the part, the funniest part of the movie I thought was the uh, the one cop. Uh, he he kills a man on accident. Like he just kills him, and yeah, all that happens track, is yeah. yeah. He just the guy's like you shithead you. He just yeah, keeps calling him a shithead. Funny. Yeah, shithead. I mean, it was there there. Yeah, so. That that would that composed uh, most of uh, Friday night, uh, except for uh, almost getting blown away, and like in my opinion, the best part of the trip. Um, and I'll let I'll let Nick explain this story because uh, I think Nick knows exactly what I'm talking about. What was the best part of the trip, Nick? Um, I'll probably say when Blaine drank ginger beer. <laughs> <laughs> How did that work out, Nick? <laughs> uh, it worked out great for everybody else, but that's a great complaint. Yeah, we had we had made a we had made a trip to the liquor store, and uh, Nick, I think we were making like what Moscow Mules. I think that's what uses ginger beer. Um, and we're we're hunkering down to go to sleep, 
and uh, Anderson and Blaine are just chilling in the kitchen. I think Blaine's trying to finish off some of the stuff we didn't drink, which I'm sure we bought more than we did because uh, I ended up uh, like I ended up with actually because I came back and went to the doctor, guys. So that that what I was complaining about the whole time was actually uh, an infected tooth. That was great. Mm. Um, so that that probably attributed most of my mood for the entire uh, entire trip. So mm. it is what it is. But I didn't drink nearly as much as I wanted to. But uh, so he's trying their polish off what we didn't drink and he pops open one of these ginger beers which is not intended to be drunk as is and we hear from the, the living room just who the fuck bought ginger beer what is this shit God. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like he wouldn't let it go man i wish the hindsight's 50 50 i should have pulled out my phone and just turned the recorder on to listen to the bitching and moaning coming from the other side of the house for like 20 minutes yeah like it's funny because uh uh, at at that point in the night i I mean i was pretty drunk at that point uh what's the second movie we watched i guess Uh, we watched mortal i think we watched mortal uh we watched kung pao and like we watched kung pao and a little bit of mortal Kombat annihilation yeah yeah. because i remember i was standing in the kitchen when he uh he drank it and he was like what the fuck is this shit and i mean he handed it to me and i took a drink and i'm like Oh, that's not so bad. I mean, a beer you're not, you know, you're not supposed to drink just plain like that. When you're expecting dead guy ale, which is what I thought it was, I was like, oh, dead guy, that's good. You know, and I grab it up and I'm expecting one type of flavor and I get like hot, sweet madness. It is, yeah, that was my wrestling like, name in high school, hot, sweet yeah, madness. Yeah. Nice. It's like pulling down a girl's, you know, skirt and finding a dick. It's, it's just the worst. <laughs> Oh man, and I like the level of bitching and moaning. I can't even begin yeah, to replicate here, because because he just kept walking back and forth like, ah, oh, it's disgusting. Oh, it's gross. The and, whole time uh, I'm like sipping on it too. He yeah. wouldn't stop drinking it like so much so that Nick got comfortable. He gets up, goes, he's like, just pour it out, and he's like, no, no, I'm drinking, I drink it. And at some point, like I guess she started reading the label. He's like, oh, it's not alcoholic. Pour, pour that shit out, man. Uh, I still have two bottles of that. I um, gave everything else away. No one wanted that, so I just threw it in the trash. Oh, uh, you should have kept it like the salt candy to to trick people with. That's what that's oh, for. Oh man, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he had me try it, the it salt. It was actually candy. so bad I quit drinking afterwards. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, well, in that case, you're very welcome, Blaine. <laughs> thank you, sir. Yeah, no, he was he was salty about the whole ordeal so much so that on the way home, he even bothered to send us a picture of it in the trash can. Like just so, just so we knew how he felt. Um, yep. Go ahead, Nick. What? Oh, I thought you were gonna say something. Never mind. Uh, speaking of salt candy, uh, Minty, and also uh, shout out to that that badass who made a trip from fucking Sweden to come right. hang out with us faggots. Um, so I, I I certainly hope it was worth his trip, worth your trip, Minty, and we really appreciate seeing you there. It was a huge surprise. It was great. It's great, uh, great to see you. So, shout out to that guy. Totally awesome. Um, yeah. What, uh, what was that restaurant we ate at, Blaine? As soon as we got there. The as pink soon as flamingo? we got there, uh, yeah, the Pink Flamingo. It's like a local barbecue place. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. I, uh, I was standing in line and I looked to my right and I'm like, "Is that Mint? No, there's no way that's him. It was him. I'm like, "Holy shit! He came all the way from Sweden." Mm, fucking vice grip handshake. Fucking almost shook my hand off. Like Jesus, <laughs> yeah, man. Right. Like, calm down. Like, I I gotta use that to touch myself. Don't crush it. <laughs> um. So that was that was cool. Uh. And then 
So I think like Saturday was the lull in the fun um, because there was a like it was like a double whammy of storms that came through. So uh, you know Friday night would we had the storms come through and then Saturday, all of Saturday morning there was like another line of storms through Oklahoma into Arkansas, uh, which caused the pretty sure a tornado touched down over at the state fairgrounds. They had lost power. Like the the arc out front fell and was broken and like it was in rough shape. So they ended up canceling the the uh convention on saturday which was which was a bummer like i mean it definitely dampened our mood and it didn't help that it was cold and like intermittent drizzle and rain all day so we spent some time walking around uh okc um which i i can imagine like when the weather's fair and every road isn't under construction and traffic (laughs) works the way it's supposed to is a cool town like uh and thank you gps for taking us through the ghetto to get to the hotel instead of the way that made sense that was also great i thought we were going to die for a minute um we passed by like we passed by a series of apartments and then like the very next morning like i'm we're watching the news waiting on everybody to get ready to go and like they're like there was like a police chase and like a like like a like a what do you call it? Where they're all held up in the house and like there's police surrounding the like place. Like a standoff? Like a standoff and like a series of, we just drove through those apartments, not the, the like probably an hour before all this shit started to go down. So that was great. Um, so, I mean, we went and did uh, a couple things. I mean, we went, we hit, we hit brick town, brick house or whatever that was. And then we went down to, uh, what was the uh, barcade called? Flashback Barcade. Flashback Barcade. That was cool. Yeah, Yeah, that was really cool. I like that place. We can't have anything like that around here because around here to keep an ABC license, you have to sell a certain amount of food. So it's like, eh, well, I mean, you couldn't really. It's cool, but I had problems with it. Like a lot of machines didn't work right or you couldn't see things like the Street Mm -hmm. Fighter machine. You couldn't tell how much health you had. It was kind of washed out. Just a lot of problems with a lot of machines, like video. Oh. I can only, didn't quite work right and stuff like that. I can only imagine like a like a a hot house full of drunk people banging on them bastards. It's probably sure. pretty hard to keep them in a hundred percent working order. Like I can I did finally beat the Simpsons. It only took thirty years. And that was awesome. So and unlimited credits, so like just a million wow. lives, just fucking hit the thing. Um, so, I mean, we had fun there, um, and then the rest of the day was just kind of, you know, up and down. That's when we probably should have stopped and said, hey, we can sit around, like, a table in one of the hotel rooms and record, like, an episode. Like, we should have yeah. done that. Like, but we were like, eh, meh, meh, hope, the, hope it's not canceled tomorrow. Meh, 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 meh. Yeah, we didn't really know what to do that uh, uh, Saturday uh, evening. Oh, fucking belly aching and shit like a bunch of pussies. But, oh, yeah. uh, so, I mean, it's fine, uh, like, uh, but... The show went on. They opened early on Sunday, and we eventually got to go into the con, which was uh, straight up, straight up beast and awesome. Like I must say, um, Nick, what were your first impressions? Like when we got to the actual convention center and shit was open and working, um, like did I mean was it cool? Did you like it there? Not particularly because it wasn't the complete experience. I don't believe. No. All right. Well. So I mean, it was pretty much just a vendor room. Yeah. Well, they had, they had the playroom. To... I'm sorry. They had the playroom too, but I mean, it's you know. It's just... Well, like the other side, where like they had the museum shit or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah. Like... I feel like a bunch of people didn't show up. 
the second day to make that as full of an experience as it would have been. So yeah, I mean, which is fair. Uh, I mean, it, it's Sunday. I mean, so some people are trying to be back Monday or mm-hmm. whatever for work. So I mean, I understand like you know that in that regard, you know, it, it probably wasn't as as full on as it would have been otherwise. Um, but uh, I think, I think Nick's just pissed off that uh, that he double paid for. Uh, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, We'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. I don't want to get him too salty on the front end of this. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, no, I, you know, um, Anderson, what were your sort of impressions of the, the convention? Um, well, first off, it took us, you know, what, 15 minutes to find it because all the roads were closed. Yeah, that was the thing. At, at one point, Nick had to, you know, just drive through the grass to another road. Yeah. Um, it was all right. I've never been to a, a con before. Okay. So I automatically just figured it was just going to be a big room with people selling stuff. I didn't know what extras to expect. Okay. There's a train. Yeah. Yeah. There's a train. Always here. Don't worry about the train. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought it was cool though. Like all the, just seeing people sell all that stuff together. I've never seen it before. So I like that. And the museum was all right. I mean, it was just a few games you could play in there. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool, I guess. Oh, we should have did one of the escape rooms. I've never done one of those. They had two of them there. That'd have been fun. Oh yeah, they did, didn't they? I don't know, but like twenty five bucks for like a like a, a fifteen minute thing is probably a little excessive. But um, as far as it goes, at least for me, like I, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of like easier to please in some regards. Like I mean, we got there, um, big room full of shit to buy. And I spent almost like I spent very little time over on the museum side with shit to play. Like I spent so much time just like fingering through what people had to sell and talking to people. Like that was probably the best part was getting to talk to like most of the vendors. Like so unless they're like from one of the bigger like stores or something, a lot of them would just sit there and talk to you for however long you really wanted to chat to them. So um, spent a lot of time talking to people, fingering through sort of collections, see what people had. Um so for me, like I, when it was time to wrap up and, and get on the road, like it felt like I hadn't been there no time. I felt like I'd only been in there 30 minutes. Um, and, uh, it was already time that we needed to get back on the road. So for me, it was, it was worth the trip. Um, I enjoyed it. So, I mean, you know, to each their own, uh, hopefully we get a chance to do it again. Um, because, uh, I think there's more we could do, you know? I, yeah, I, had, I, had, I had more fun just, you know, meeting up with everybody. For sure. What were you going to say, Nick? It was the same thing. Uh, I'd say the trip was made worth it by the company, not so much the, uh, I guess, activities. It's about the journey, not the destination, guys. Like that kind of... that. that... No, it been, no, like it would have been fucking fantastic if the thing was open Saturday. Yeah. So that like really put a damper on the whole thing. I was pissy because I'm like, fuck, drove 19 hours for shit. Uh, I got to hang out with some cool people though, so that kind of made it better. Yeah, no, and and that's why I'm saying like you know hindsight's you know fifty fifty. Like when when we were trying to figure out what to do Saturday, uh, that's when we probably should have said you know let's stop. You know we can we can uh, you know sit around well, I mean, a table and record something then. You're the only really butt hurt on Saturday because we all well, I was so I far. was I like on a level of one to ten like I was in like a nine and a half pain level fucking Saturday dude like it was it was legit, um, so I mean when you get to the point where like even getting drunk isn't taking the dull of the pain away that's a problem 
that's why as soon as I got back, I went to the, I went straight to the doctor. I was like, this is not good. This is not normal. Um, and yeah, sure enough, not, not no bueno. So <laughs> do you remember the, uh, the name of the restaurant we went to that night? Uh, uh, the frosted mug. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That place was pretty cool. Yeah. I liked it. It was kind of like, uh, classier Hooters. Really? Yeah. I mean, just like scantily clad, uh, women and stuff. Our waitress was beautiful. She was awesome. And then, yeah, <laughs> we, we had a few beers there, decent meal, went back to the motel and cracked open that, that port that I brought. That was good. That was really good. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. What was the name of that shit again? Uh, I think it's just called Port Flatgate. Yeah, Flag, I know there's Flatgate in the title, but I couldn't tell you what else. But yeah, it looked like a Founders. It wasn't wasn't a Founders. Uh, no, no. Right, that's what the bottle looked like. Yeah, it's good, good shit. It's 22 years old by the time we drank it because I've had it two years and it was 20 years before. So yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and that's and that's basically the the trip in the nutshell. Uh, you know, I mean. Uh, me and Nick made the choice to, when we were done, uh, head back, uh, straight shot, drop Anderson off and not stop driving on the, all the way back. And, uh, that was, that was pretty brutal. Um, never want to do that again. Uh, and we went pretty strong until when do you say we, I think we started to fall apart, Nick, probably about 3am, 4am about then is when we started to fall apart. Yeah, I think the the big turning point was when we switched over. It was like one thirty-two. You drove for like forty-five minutes, and you're like, "I can't do it." Switched back over, and then <sighs> so it was like three, three thirty. I'm like, "Fuck, I'm losing my shit." You're losing your shit. That's when you did the stupid recording about the thing I didn't kill anybody. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. At one point, like I started talking to him about putting sprites in the right place because I, in my mind, I was seeing a shelf of sprites on the dash and like you had to organize them right for like a psychological test. I think I don't like, I don't even know where it came from. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I was not lucid at all. It was bad. I'm not good at staying up late guys. Like I'm the worst. Um, like it's not my <laughs> stick. I, I, I haven't done it in a long time. So, uh, I'm just not good at it. So, uh, I'll put that at the end of the show for everybody. I'll figure out how to get that off my phone. And so everybody can listen to, how out of it we were at that fucking point in time. So, um, no, I mean, we did, we did pretty good. Um, everything else. So, uh, we're going to take a quick, uh, little break here and then we'll come back and I got some questions to toss around for everybody about the trip and, uh, all that kind of jazz. So be right back.
Okay, so, uh, I mean, it, so we said it was, it, it was a big room of vendors, right? So, what, uh, what did everybody get? Like, that's what I want to know. What is, I mean, some of us bought some stuff. Um, I think everyone here bought some stuff, and I just kind of want to know what everybody got. Um, Blaine, I'll let you go first. Uh, tell us what you got, um, if you're happy with your purchase. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I mean, you know, slowly over the course of 20 years, been trying to complete the Sega CD, so I'm always kind of on the lookout for titles I don't know, and I'm, I'm down to about 20 titles to complete it. So every year I've gone to VidCon, uh, up until this year, uh, vendors, the entirety of the vendors there, I might have found of the last three Bitcons or two, um, maybe 10 Sega CD titles. And this time it seemed like every vendor had 10 or 20 or 30. Mm. So I was, I was really surprised by that. And as such, I, I did end up finding a lot of the games that I was missing for it, which was, it was kind of cool, but it was also um, kind of a bummer because I was one, I was actually looking for other specific titles for the Saturn and for uh, like Game Boy and such. Like mm -hmm. I was gearing towards that, but when I saw the Sega CD stuff and it was like priced really good, that's uh, that's basically what I blew my load on. I bought uh, Kids on Site, which is like a really bad FMV game where you play some uh, kids that take over a, like a real life uh, construction crew and you just antics. I guess I'm I'm never gonna play it, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, NFL Trivia, which is probably as cool as it sounds. Uh, make my video crisscross, which again, probably not something they can jump, jump. All right. Yeah, and then you know some other question mark Sega CD game. I, I honestly don't don't remember on that. And then um, I bought one of those uh, question mark boxes. Um, there's a vendor there that all he had was these boxes shaped like Mario blocks. Mm -hmm. with a question mark on it and you paid him uh, $30 and you got to open, you got two boxes, you open the first one. If you didn't like what was in it, then you could close it. And then whatever second one is what you had to take home. And uh, so I did that once and uh, went to the second box and ended up getting, you know, some pretty cool stuff. I got a t-shirt and I don't know, a book and some uh, figurines and stuff I gave to my kid. And yeah, that was, that was really about it. Um, it was still great because I ended up getting, I think I'll total five Sega CD games, which was, you know, that was the most I've gotten in years. I'm trying to remember the, the fifth one or the fourth one. I don't even remember which one was the name, but yeah, no, nothing to write home about. They were all quite terrible. Like at this point, really, there's nothing good for the system that I'm missing. It's all kind of crap. It's like getting to uh, the point for a primary system where you got left the sports games like, oh, okay. Pretty close to that. Yeah. yeah, there's. I mean, there's a couple of platformers in there that are interesting, um, but nothing that I would really like write home about. You know, uh, yeah, really nothing. I'm looking forward to playing that I'm missing. So, but that's uh, that's all I got. It was still really exciting to see that stuff. Uh, a couple of the titles that I picked up, I literally uh, never seen before. Uh, also interesting. Interestingly, is I'd never seen a copy of uh, Dark Wizard before in my life up until about a month ago, and. I, local game shop got a copy for like 40 bucks which was a bit high but i was like i never see these in the wild i went ahead and bought it and then i go to bitcoin and it seemed like every fucking vendor had a copy of dark wizard and i found one for like 20 or 25 bucks so it was kind of salty about that but not overly so it was like you know whatever that kind of shit happens um yeah that, that's about it for my my pickups so go that's on the cool. next yeah, i guess but yeah, that's there's cool. a lot of stuff i want 
wanted, man. A lot of stuff. Like, oh, I'd yeah. Four or five grand. I mean, I could have spent it easily. There was a mint copy of Albert Odyssey that I was just drooling over, like thinking, what what do I have with me that I can sell to try and get this thing? And I, I really should have, like, in years past, I've brought, like, cards with me or other games to sell. And this year, I was like, no, I'll be fine. And, you know, I'm just I'm going to keep it, you know, real and not spend as much as I have in the past. And then when I saw that, I was just like, oh, come on. There, there are other things as well, but that one in particular, that's like number one on my list right now for like things I personally want for my collection. So that was, that was hard to see, but uh, overall great time, you know, a lot of, a lot of great stuff just everywhere, everywhere. So, yep. Yep. Uh, what about you, Nick? Uh, what'd you pick up? What'd you get? Uh, what were you happy about? What you not happy about? Uh, well, I got a complete edition of Thousand Arms, which was pretty great because the one I have is uh, some shitty blockbuster thing with no case, no nothing. Okay. So I was uh, extremely happy with that. Uh, I think I paid like 60 for it, which is, I guess, not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also got Lunar Silver Star Complete. Um, I want to talk about that. Okay. All right. Doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, he got. He, he got. A little... well, I can talk about. It. Okay. Uh, so I got hosed because uh, it was like the, one of the first places I went to. Uh, pretty much been looking for that forever. Uh, didn't do the smart thing and check any kind of pricing before I did anything. Like a, a dumbass. Uh, the guy didn't even have it labeled. Uh, just had it sitting on the back shelf, uh, like under some stuff. And I was like, "Hey, you gotta check that out." And looked at it. Looked all right. Um, then I asked him how much he wanted for it, and he said 120 and I was like, eh, whatever. So, paid, uh, paid double what the product was worth. Also got home, opened it up again, and, like, actually took a second to look at it, and it reeks of cigarette smoke, so that's always fun. Ooh, no bueno. That's, that sucks. Is that, is that all you ended up getting, was those two games? I forgot a strategy guide for Saga Frontier, but... That's cool, that's cool. Um, what about you, uh, Anderson? What'd you get? What'd you happy about? What'd you not happy about? Uh, <clears throat> I only bought one game. Uh, that was Eternal Darkness for the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never owned a copy, but I've kind of always wanted to get it. And I, I kind of made a mistake. You know, the first table I went to, they had it. And so I kind of just outright bought it. A little bit later on, I saw it at another table. It was the same price, but it, the case was just in better condition. Yeah, and so I'm just like, eh, whatever. I learned that lesson. Yeah, uh, you gotta walk the hall. Yeah, yeah. And then um, they were passing out these little spinners. I don't know what they're called, but I'm spinning mine right now as I talk. <laughs> uh, everybody was spinning them at the convention. Yeah, they're they're lo- they're called like little fidget spinners. Like there's a bunch of different brands of them. It's basically like a bearing, like a super silent bearing, and low low friction, and you just kind of spin it around and they're cool. They're, they're, you know, if you need something to fidget with, that's quiet. They're, they're really cool. Uh, unlike yeah. the, the little cube that my wife has for when we play tabletop that she just incessantly clicks and makes me want to murder her and dispose of her body in a quarry somewhere. Um, <laughs> I also got, um, one of those question mark blocks too. Um, I end up, I ended up not taking the first box, which I should have, my second box sucked, so I was a little upset about that, but that's pretty much all I bought there was the box and the game. Okay, all right. 
Um, uh, well, actually, I what the one thing I was upset about is I was looking for another game uh, for the GameCube. Uh, it's Medal of Honor European Assault, and nobody had it. So yeah. I'm just like, eh, well. Um, the, the, when I went, when I went, I had two games in mind that I, I honestly really, um, wanted to get. And that was, uh, I promised my wife I'd find her a copy of Banjo-Kazooie for the 64. And I wanted a copy of Toe Jam and Earl, the original one, not the sequel, um, for the Sega Genesis. Um, I got one of those, uh, and I couldn't find any good copies of Toe Jam and Earl for a reasonable price. There was two copies in the, because trust me, I checked every fucking table that had Sega Genesis game. There were two copies in the entire convention. Both of them, like, the labels were, like, torn and faded, and, like, the contacts on the bottom looked like they'd been dipped in, like, at, like a butt swamp and then put on the table, <laughs> and they both wanted, like, 30 bucks for it. And I'm like, that's, no, uh-uh, no, no thank you. Um, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't bag down off it, so... Um, the, what I did end up getting, and I guess it speaks leagues for, um, I guess it's the lucky part of going on when they got canceled on Sunday, uh, Saturday, cause all the vendors were, you know, they had to recoup losses. So I was able to get them, you know, back down on a few things. So I picked up, uh, Banjo-Kazooie. I think I, I, I know I didn't pay more than 20 bucks for it. Um, I got that at a halfway decent price. I got, uh... What else did I pick up? I picked up three games. I picked up uh, Digimon World 3 for the PS1. I got that for like, I don't know, like 15 bucks. And then uh, the only one I couldn't get him to back off was North v. South for the NES. It's the game I really want. And I only really saw two copies in there. And both of them, the labels were pretty good condition. And so I, I, I had to pay sticker for that one, which which kind of felt wrong, but it was okay. Um, I bought it. And I felt, if it didn't, since I got the other two, um, for pretty good prices, I, I kind of was like, all right, whatever, I'll pay you for it. Um, and so, um, all of which I've played since returning. Um, so that's really cool. And, you know, for me around here, like, I don't, I don't get to like, just go to a place with a bunch of just like old games that are in good condition and just get to like, have my, you know, most of my pick of the litter and buy games that I want instead of what's in front of me <laughs> kind of things. Um, so that, that was cool. Um, so I'm pretty happy with my purchases. What'd you pay for North or South? Uh, thirty, I think. I paid thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I didn't know where it was at. So, um, it wasn't it, it wasn't bad. Like, I mean, I've you know, every time I that's one of the games. Every time I look on it, like online, it, it's getting more and more expensive. So I had no problem paying thirty for it. I wanted to pay twenty for it, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't touch it. So. Say Levy, uh, <clears throat> you know, that's, and that's, and it was at one of the bigger booths too. So, and those guys are less likely to fucking come off some oh, shit. Sure. So yeah. it is what it is. And it's, you know, it's, it's one of those games I played so much as a kid and I just wanted, cause I'm not, I'm not about, I'm not out there to get all the games that, uh, there are. I just want all the games that I used to play back. Sure. Um, and that's, and that's about it. So I was, uh, go for really it. impressed. Oh, I was just gonna say, I was really impressed with the, one of the smaller booths. He's a collector. I, I failed to get his name or used to be a collector. That's who I bought a, ended up buying a lot of Sega CD games off of because he had quite a few that I was missing for a good price. Where was he at? And, uh, he was kind of like, when you first walked in, he was maybe, I don't know, four booths down and he had just a tiny little case in front of him that was chopped full of like the highest priced NES games in existence. He had like yeah. Panic Restaurant and, uh, 
God, I can't remember. Just everything, like three and $400 games. I think he had a bonk in there. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what all else, but literally everything, you know, that was high, high dollar. You know, I was like, whoa, you know, really impressed. Like, I've got a lot of those games, but I don't have, like, a lot of the six and seven hundred plus dollar games, you know, yeah. uh, largely because they're not fucking worth it to, you know, quote myself. But um, yeah, it was still really neat to be able to see them all in one place. And he was a he was a pretty good dude. He cut me some good deals. So I like that guy. Anyway, um, uh, and we were all wearing uh, our uh, RPG show. Is it worth it? Uh, Super Bitcoin Seventeen official T-shirts with the yeah. front design made by Mister Blaine. Um, which is a very violent and graphic depiction of Pac-Man uh, ripping ass into multiple video game characters of yesteryear, if I were to f- uh, phrase that uh, adequately. Uh, I just want to go around. With... Uh, I forgot what does uh, what does RPG stand for again, Nick? <laughs> the guy at fucking Denny's. Rocket propelled grenade. I completely forgot about that guy. It's the only RPG I know. Oh god, we we were in Denny's uh, Saturday morning, meeting up with one, waiting, uh, get breakfast, meeting up with one of Blaine's friends that were gonna ride with us, and uh, this old man just walks up behind Nick and just like puts the massage hands on his shoulders, and he's like, "I just have a question for you guys." And Nick, who was a kind of personal space kind of guy, like this guy's just rubbing into his shoulders, like, "What does RPG stand for?" And we we explain. He's like. Well, I was wondering because rock and propel, propel grenade—that's the only thing I know—and it was it was great. It was another one of those "what the fuck is happening" moments. Yeah. Uh, that was what, that shirt gets more attention than any other shirt I've ever worn. That's uh, that's what I was going to ask you guys. I want to go around the table and see what was the weirdest reaction you got from the shirt on the floor. Um, you can say it's either the weirdest or the best reaction. Whatever, whatever is your favorite thing that happened on the floor. Blaine, I'll let you go first. Um, what are some cool sure. things that happened on the floor for you? Well, uh, at the actual <laughs> event, I had a couple people uh, snap photos of both the front and the back. They thought it was cool. I had one guy that just looked up and goes, oh, my God, poor Link. Um, you know, just kids pointing at it and stuff. It was, it, was, it, was, it was neat. You know, it was definitely the type of imagery you don't normally associate with a t-shirt or video games for that matter so or those characters they're very uh g characters that we used in a very uh tvma kind of way Mm -hmm. and yeah it it garners attention which is what we're looking for so it worked in that regard and then even afterwards like uh when vince and i uh got back to fort smith we we went uh, to walmart i think or something and uh got a couple of people stopped there as well and uh, actually stop and ask us about the show and questions about the shirt and stuff. And uh, I had several people um, ask me where they could uh, buy it. I had a couple people ask me if, um, if I was going to try and sell it to like hot topic to where they could distribute it for me and stuff like that. So that was kind of <laughs> cool. Yeah. I had one girl the, the first day when we came down from the motel, we were all wearing them and then we went and got our little cocktail breakfast or something. I think she was pretty drunk, but she, uh, he was like, I, seriously, I gotta get that shirt. Where do I get it? I was like, well, I'm literally like, there's only one left extra in existence at the moment, and uh, I don't have it. And she was like, well, who does? I need to talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. If you, if I had known you were still around, I probably, I probably would have 
deferred it to you, but I thought you'd already left for the venue. So no, no. Um, we do have one shirt left. I don't. I guess you let your friend keep the the extra copy I gave you. So that's that's yeah. that. And I know we're sending one uh, over to James because uh, sending one off to James. And I was considering I might some more made up. I was considering sending one to uh, Jeff Lucas. Uh, because he's a cool guy. Yeah, no, I mean, I've got, I've got the proof still. So, I mean, if you want to get it from the same place, I mean, I can, I can send that information to you. That shouldn't be a problem. Um, might, might end up doing that. But so, yeah, anyway. um, yeah, no. So that was cool. Um, for me personally, again, what Blaine said, there's a lot of, you know, people stopping you and asking, uh, I had a few people take a picture of the back of the shirt. Um, Blaine made laps around the, the convention faster than I did. So a lot of people probably already got the picture from him. Um, plus he's a much taller and more striking gentleman than myself. So, um, why stop the neck beard when you can stop the seven foot behemoth walking around the, uh, <laughs> the, the con. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I am seeing in the crowd. Dude. Not seven feet, not quite, but six, six, five. Yeah. Nothing makes me nothing. Yeah. No, nothing made me feel shorter. We walk and say, Hey, you guys are short. No, well, thanks. Great. No, I don't need you to point out my inequitous, uh, whatever. I mean, I was actually most surprised by Mint. I thought he was going to be kind of a shorter guy, but he's like six flat and like literally everyone else. Anderson's a pretty tall guy. Yeah. No, but, I mean, but you and Nick, you guys were like, you know, lollipops when it just, I, I thought know. Nick was like seven feet tall. No, I, no, I, I no, did no. too. I thought Nick was going to be like really tall, like, like me. I thought he was. No. Six two six three, and here's like just one of the smallest men in existence. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the turn. Go for it. Where's this like uh, where are these expectations coming from? I've posted pictures of before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the pictures, you're not like standing next to a you know a, a yardstick. <laughs> you're not standing next to Blaine. <laughs> I, don't, I, I have no basis on you know. It's like hey, it looks like a pretty. You look like just a tall guy. Pictures, but no. You're pretty small. I, I would guess what, like five seven, maybe. I don't know. Wow, I'm the average height for a guy. What what is that? Five nine. Oh yeah, well. So it's pretty much right at the beginning of manlet territory. Yeah. I mean, he's got the twink build, guys. He's just he's you know. If you say so. I mean, it's just what it is. <laughs> um. So. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah no i had a bunch of people you know stop take the pictures of a lot of people asking about it especially when we when we ended up clustering together and moving around like they'd be like i don't know if you noticed but they were in the same shirt like kind of shit like ah you're real funny but my best reaction was uh, i was towards the front of the room um when a a dad came in with his young son Uh, he, he couldn't have been very old um, he's, he's like, Hey, can I get one of those shirts? And his dad's like, no, we'll see. <laughs> like, and hurried him away from the visceral image on the front of my shirt. Um, was, was, that was pretty great. I liked that. Uh, not to mention the face of the, uh, hostess at Denny's when we all walked in in a group, she yeah. thought we were getting ready to rob the place or blow it up. Or... <laughs> I thought we were a bowling team. I think is what she said. Yeah. I think uh, it was a bowling yeah. team. Yeah. Great. Yeah, God, sure. That's great. Yeah. I, I did forget my favorite reaction though was okay. at the end of end of the day when we all went for the group photograph with Phil Moore and, yes. <laughs> and uh, Mark Summers and Phil Moore was commenting on the shirt and was like, holy crap, look at look at Mario, he's about to crap his pants. And I was like, oh shit, Phil Moore is commenting on artwork that I've done. That was really neat. You know, yeah. Something most people know who Z-star celebrity Phil Moore is. But Blaine J, he knows who the fuck Phil Moore is. And oh no, I yeah. Was, I was flipping out, man. I was standing shoulder to shoulder with Mark Summers, who makes Nick look like a tall guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a little dude. 
little man, little bitty man. And uh, that, that was, that was just really, for me, that was the, uh, the, the highlight. I didn't think it was going to be, you know, I don't normally get starstruck. I mean, uh, I've met some pretty, I guess, famous people. I've, I've even shook hands with the president at one point in my life and not nearly as like Mark Summers of all the random people. I was like, I felt like a little kid again. All this well, um, I tweeted out our group photo and it's kind of like I said in that it's like they're Titans of nostalgia, two of them like right there, yeah. right there next to you. So if you grew up on nineties, Nickelodeon, um, oh, which, God, I? which I did, it's like, it, it's incredible. And it was super fun. And, uh, Fillmore, like you said, that dude is just so full of energy. Like oh he made me tired just in the short period we were next to him. Like he's jumping up around like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. That's awesome. My best, the best part of that interaction though, was Mark Summers reaction to Minthian being from Sweden. Like, oh, yeah. uh, cause they're like, they're like, Oh man, you're from Sweden or whatever. And, and, uh, Fillmore is, he said something stupid. Like they don't even have cable in Sweden or whatever. Mark Summers, yeah. Mark Summers is like, like really? Like you came all the way from Sweden to go to a convention in Oklahoma City. <laughs> Like he's just like really, and he's like yeah, and, he, and then he kind of he's like, yeah he's excited that he came all the way, but at first like his first reaction is like I can't believe this fucker flew in from Sweden for this shit. I know right. <laughs> but it was cool. Um, they they were super cool, super laid back guys. Uh, I mean that was that was kind of awesome. The, the you know, um, but uh, let's let's go back. Uh, did anybody else have any interesting reactions to the shirt, Nick? Did you have any inter- interesting uh interactions on the floor wearing uh wearing our merchandise? That we're not um, not particularly. I mean, I went to those uh, the museum section or whatever where they're doing this the game setup shit. And there's a couple people doing uh, like indie dev crap mm-hmm. with these. Uh, uh, they're probably never gonna listen to this, but really horrible fucking games like stuff that they can't even get approved on uh, like app stores or anything. Like you can, I've seen better shit on Newgrounds twenty years ago. Like kind of stuff. So, uh, but one of them was like, "Oh, thanks for checking out the thing. What's your shirt about?" And I told him, and he took a picture of it. And so that's pretty much the extent of it. But um, as a curiosity, we're not—we're, I guess, just for the people that are interested in buying, we can't sell them because they're a licensed product, right? Yeah. No, I mean, we're like, if if I had gone with like the original deal I was going to get before they got backed out, I would have had a few more we could have handed out or sold on the, on like the show floor. Like if somebody came up, it's like, you know, going to give us cash and just kind of like hand it and walk away. But since we didn't, you know, we got a fewer number of shirts. So we only ended up with a couple spares because I didn't, I didn't, you know, in the, in the vague possibility that somebody showed up that we weren't expecting, I wanted to be able to give them a shirt, you know, like if somebody walked up, you know, to, to Blaine or you or me or anybody else with their shirt on be like, Oh, I'm a fan of the show. I'd have been like, well, here, uh, let me let me uh, catch up with you when we're done, and I'll give you the extra shirt or whatever. But that didn't happen, so I got one shirt laying around. Yeah, I gave one to my brother. So that's cool. Um, Does uh, he even listen to this shit? Uh, he's listened. I don't think he's listened to every single episode. I know he's listened to the ones I've been on. I don't know if he's listened to the entire thing. But he says it's all right. He's not much of a podcast person. Oh, the motherfucker. The motherfucker. All right. Listen to me right now. All right. We're better than all right. We're okay. Um, I mean, Phil, the guy <laughs> I brought that is sporting a shirt, he'd never listened to a single episode. And I've been friends with yeah. that guy. Phil. Like he, he went, a, yeah, he went above and beyond because in yeah. our picture we got taken, 
he actually switched his shirt around. So yeah, Phil's Phil my hero. He like we're going. To, he's like, no, somebody. Else, I got to switch my. He like he flipped his shirt around and wore it backwards so that the websites were on the front. Um, so that was cool. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I was like, uh, yeah, you go, hero. Um, so he was cool. I appreciate. I, I like meeting Phil. That was awesome. Uh, Anderson, do you have any cool uh, experiences with the shirt? Uh, not really personally. Okay. Uh, the guy. Oh, you were wearing a jacket uh, the whole time. You couldn't really see it. Yeah, I had my hoodie on, so you could just see the front. Yeah. The guy, uh, the cashier, Denny. He was like, "Oh, I really like your shirt." That was pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was I, really the, the old man who who did it for me though. Um, but, uh, just like on a practical side point, like a, you know, like I like to keep shop talk out there in the open. So everybody knows what we're about. Now it, the, the, like we went in kind of as a promotion for the show, especially since we had the shirts with the websites on them. Um, I've definitely seen an influx in traffic from it. So that's great. Oh, cool. Um, so if anybody's new listening, listen to us as a show, like this isn't tech technically stereo, you know, typical of what we do. So, I mean, if you really want to get a better idea, go listen to some of the, like the reviews we do. Um, probably shouldn't listen to brain Lord or, or final fantasy 15 if you want to not have somebody be mad um definitely if you're a person of color listen to uh lists and liquor that's uh, like two or three all of them volume two. Listen to them all. yeah just listen to them all they're great they're great you need to do more really to that one. It's, it's really i'm sure i slipped up this probably slipped ups in every episode but whatever <laughs> yeah you know, we only have uh two more racial epithets we need to make sure we say in air on air so uh that, yeah like i don't remember really interested in defending myself or anything but like re- re- realistically i'm not insulting any person of color or anything like that and telling no, a white no, guy no, you're not. So. all right so <laughs> whatever uh let's take one more musical break and when we come back we'll uh answer a few questions and get out of here Does sound good everybody sure thing oh, whatever wow yeah. fuck you two. Oh damn Wait, when's the break starting? We're back from the break. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking hate you. All right. Um, <laughs> I hate you so much. Like, you're my least favorite person in the world. I hate you so much. Yeah. I'm kidding. I love you, Bay. All right. <clears throat> so, 
I guess like uh, I just uh, want to kind of get everyone's final thoughts on the whole trip, the whole shindig. Um, and then uh, I got one question on Twitter here that I want us to all answer and talk about. And then we'll kind of, you know, I'll go over what's coming up next to listen out for. And then, yeah, we should be done here, fellas. So uh, let's just start. We'll start at the bottom this time, uh, judging by my list here on uh, Discord. Anderson, uh, what, your final thoughts on the trip as, uh, you know, as a whole thing, you know, some of your, yeah, just opinions. Uh, I think it was a really great trip. Uh, besides the convention getting called off for one day, I mostly just enjoyed the entire trip, you know, hanging out with you guys, you know, going to restaurants, stuff like that. The yeah. convention was just, you know, like a cherry on top. Just a just a quick question. Like, what were your first impressions of everyone? Since since you you know you're coming at it instead of like a, a, the contributor side, like a fan side. Like, what were your first impressions, of everybody? Like, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Like, what'd you think of like? Uh, like when I first saw you and Nick, I was like, oh, "That's Brent." You did not sound the way I thought you would sound. You sound completely different in real life. I think. <laughs> I don't know if that's just me. No, you don't no. have like your radio voice. I, if if I if I put on like a different voice, it's not on purpose. Like this, to me, I'm talking normally. So you know, to each their own. <laughs> and Nick, uh, I mean, I already said I thought Nick was tall. He was shorter, but he did have the biggest beard out of everybody there. So I'll give him that. Yeah, that he had the, he had the mo- most majestic beard. I'll give him that. Uh, <laughs> and oh, Blaine, I, I kind of had a feeling Blaine was tall already. So when I first met him, you know, he came running up at us waving. I'm like, oh, that's Blaine. Yeah, he's, he's a tall guy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, what are your other uh, impressions of the trip and that kind of thing? Uh, I think it, I, I don't – I didn't have a single time that I, you know, wasn't enjoying myself or not having fun. I know that sounds weird, but it, it was great. I really loved it. I'm glad I went on it, and I really appreciate you guys picking me up on your way through. Yeah, man. It was. It was. Uh, you're literally like uh, maybe a five minute detour is not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so was so was visiting with Blaine. Like it was like nothing that we did outside of the travels of the convention was really a detour from anything. Like it was just kind of like, oh, it's a convenient place to stop. Um. So that was great. Um, Nick, uh, final uh, thoughts on the trip and everything as a whole. Um. It was a pretty decent trip. Not the worst trip I've ever taken. Not the best trip I've ever taken. Um, yeah, it was cool hanging out with people, meeting everybody. That's about it. All right, awesome, Blaine. Uh, final thoughts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, I parallel what Anderson said as far as uh, your voice is concerned, Brent. Like to mm-hmm. me, you sounded different in like I could tell it was you, but sounded you know like. I don't know, just different. Not I'm, not, I'm not doing the 107.5, the rabbit voice. Is that the problem? What? I don't know. <laughs> it it sound, sounds like they're different. I was like, yeah, that's cool. He sounds different. Um, and then, of course, Nick, I expected him to be much taller. I also expected him to be, like, more uh, snide, you know? And, like, oh, yeah, the, uh, the asshole ro- roles were flipped. Know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. About him. Yeah. But, like, Nick's actually, like, in reality, I know everyone listening to this, and they only have the podcast to base it on. They all think Nick's an asshole. But no, but uh, he's actually a really great guy. I actually uh, really enjoyed talking and stuff. He's just a really cool, laid back dude. So I was really impressed with Nick. Uh, you as well. And then, you know, 
Anderson. I, I, I expected you to be a much smaller individual. You're a great big boy. Uh, <laughs> he's, a big boy. He's, he's, he's a big one. That's for sure. I was like, holy shit, that's Anderson. Okay, I recognized you right off the bat. Cool. Um, I got keyed so, in when he when he sent the shirt sizes in. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, all right. That I need a seven XL and an eight XL. <laughs> well, I mean, it's all good. You know, you you hold it well. You're not like jai hugic or anything but you were definitely much bigger because i was judging by your profile picture on facebook i was in discord i was expecting like a waifish kind of dude and no you're you're a big old dude yeah i got a, a so, big middle section yeah and and you were really cool too i wasn't sure what to expect that you're a lot more out i thought you'd be more introverted and you're definitely more extroverted <laughs> i thought it was really neat um and then of course mint is he's He's mint. Like I, he is, was exactly as I expected. Of course, I talked to uh, him at length a lot. Like he and I have uh, called each other on Skype multiple times just to shoot shit, talk about life and stuff like that. So yeah. I, I feel like out of everyone, I knew him the best. So like I wasn't too surprised. It was a bit surprised uh, because uh, pictures don't do justice, you know. But it was still like, oh yeah, I know this dude. Like we fell right in line and stuff. And then. The, the trip itself, like the first day, I was definitely like super dejected. I don't think I've ever been like more let down in a long time because I've been looking forward to this. You know, I, I lead a really boring dad life where I go to work and then I come home and I go to work, you know, and I do the podcast. And that's like really the one thing these days that uh, deviates from the norm. And I was really looking forward to BitCon because every year it's been like this really great thing. And this year is going to be particularly great because I got all these people from all around the world that. Uh, I know, but don't really know. And I was really looking forward to meeting you guys and like sharing this experience of like, hey, we're going to see all this cool stuff and meet people. And and a lot of that didn't come to fruition because of the tornadoes that decided to, you know, just jump right on top of the convention center there and literally rip trees from the ground or down trees just everywhere. And that was crazy and horrible. But uh, we ended up making the best of it. Had a lot of fun despite that. The, the second day, even though it wasn't nearly as good as what I feel like Saturday would have been, was still just incredible, um, especially uh, all the more so because of all of you guys, to be quite honest. I think like even if the second day had been canceled as well and we had ended up, you know, doing something retarded, you know, just looking at local game stores or something together and just hanging out, I would have had, I think, uh, every bit as much fun. So. Uh, ultimately, for me, it was it was great despite the initial kind of letdown, you know. But uh, I didn't have nearly as far to travel as everyone else involved, so that was kind of nice too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I'm on the the same page. Like, you know, and I think I probably would have been in a chipper mood if I didn't have uh, uh, infected tooth uh, most of the time. Uh, so that you know that kind of that kind of drag it down, especially for me on Saturday with everything going the way it was. But that being said, um, it was great to see everybody. Um, even though, even even Nick, like you know, he's local. We don't get to hang out all the time. Like I know, uh, you know, you figure we do a show together, but now nah, we don't get to hang out that much. So that was cool, uh, hanging out with Nick and uh, getting to see everybody. That was uh, totally rad. Uh, you know, Anderson, Mint, uh, Blaine, and and Phil. Like it was all. It, everybody was cool. Um, super great to meet everybody. Um. And then, uh, you know, the con itself, like once we were there and in the room with the vendors, like I was, I was, it was instantly turned. It was like a kid in a candy store, man. Like I was, I was, I was running around like a, like, like I didn't even know where to go half the time. Like, it's just like, I, I wanted to go and look at everybody. Like I wanted to go through every game on every booth 
and and look at it. Uh, so I was having I was having a grand time uh, just looking at shit. Um, but that's me, you know. So uh, I had tons of fun with that, um, you know. And and I, I I would like to do it again personally. Um, I would do things differently, like perhaps uh, you know fly and not drive. Um, or My thought was a booth. Or a booth, yeah. And I mean, that would have been cool. And you know, hindsight, maybe maybe next time we try and design we design shirts again. Uh, maybe something like we could you know sell without you know having to worry about too much. Um, yeah. even though technically we're covered under parody, like uh-huh. that, that we would have been fine if we wanted to sell some, sell some shirts and have something for somebody to, you know, like something hooked up and ready to play. Um, and kind of, you know, just get people's opinions on the floor as they came by. That would have been great. Um, you know, but hindsight's 50, 50, this is the first time at it. So, you know, uh, hopefully at least, you know, we could do something again, you know, maybe not the same, the same way in the same scale with everybody, but certainly do something again that'd be great or uh, just another venue even you know um, yeah. uh, prg or something it'd be really great to get together as many of us as you could and go to something yeah yeah no more. um yeah. it was it was great and it was great uh, at least so far i feel like it was great uh you know sort of putting us out there for the shows and everything that's that's it's totally cool um we did Hi. go for it i was gonna say i feel kind of bad now because i'm living up to my online shitty asshole persona Everybody's like, oh yeah, meeting everybody was great. This is that. That was great. And I'm like, uh, so I'd like to expand upon, I guess, my experiences with everybody. Okay. For a second. Um, I guess uh, it was good hanging out with Brent. Like you said, we don't get really hang out very often. We got to talk shop a little bit. Got to talk about other random shit, which is cool. Um, <sighs> speaking of, we actually need to like hang out sometime soon. Yeah. But I guess we'll figure that out later. Um. Meeting Anderson, I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, like Blaine said, uh, the picture looks a little bit slimmer, but it's what it is. Uh, you're a nice guy. Uh, you don't really talk that much in the car. Kind of just, I'm not sure what you did. I just don't remember if you slept the whole time. Pretty much. Oh, just, oh, Anderson's I, a snorer, guys. Everybody out there listening, he's a snorer. All right, he's a loud sleeper. Let's 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 just throw that out there. <laughs> Yeah, Mint and uh, Phil definitely kept me up until oh my God. four in the morning or something. Yeah. They were dueling banjos. Oh my god, that would drove me crazy. <laughs> I'd have thrown pillows. I like I don't I don't play that game. Y'all need to be uh, checked for sleep apnea. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, meeting uh, Buren was pretty cool. Uh, didn't expect him to show up, and uh, like he talked to me a lot which was weird. Like, I feel I'm a very introverted person. And, like, I'll talk when I'm being spoken to, but I don't really like to initiate conversation very often. Uh, but for a reason, he just kept talking to me about shit. And I'm like, all right, man. Well, I think, cool. I think out of the, like, main people that he would deal with, which would be, like, me, you, and Blaine, like, Blaine talks to him a lot outside of it, and so do I. Like, we have a ton of conversations on Facebook and private messages and that kind of stuff. So I already feel like I kind of knew the guy pretty well. So I guess you know there was more more to say between the two of you, maybe I don't know. Well, I think it's a fair assessment. Yeah, that was uh, when we first got there. When we were at Blaine's place. You and him were talking about music for like thirty minutes straight, just in your own world. Oh, yeah, and how how random was that? Like, my wife texted me to make sure we had made it to Fort Smith, okay? And I was like, yeah, we're just standing in Blaine's daughter's room, just talking in a circle. Like, I don't know why. This is it's Man. it's it's just how it worked out. So I don't know, man. 
that's how that happened. But continue, Nick, about with your 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 stick. Um, uh, the meeting lane was pretty cool. Um, your voice sounds the same. For for reference, I'm the only one. Uh, no, somebody else said that mine doesn't sound like it was dark, deeper or some shit. I don't know. Look at whatever. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. Um, know there's some stuff happening, and I hope things are better right now. But uh, yeah, like being there was pretty cool. It's very gracious of you hosting us at your home. So thank you very much for that. Um, and uh, Phil was pretty cool. I spoke to him a little bit, like not much at length, but he seems like a pretty cool guy. Um, and I, I definitely would be looking would be looking forward to actually doing something like this again in the future, whether that's in Oregon or coming around local or whatever. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so if uh, that's that's basically Super BitCon, everybody. Um, I mean, we had we had like I think we, we, there were disappointments, but I think overall we had fun. Um, so I got two things. I'm just going to, we can go through it with everybody here before we leave out of here. While we were at the show, um, I think I, I got the email while we were sitting at the barcade. Uh, so we have an email from a fan. Uh, we'll call him John it says, Hey guys, found your show via retro Kel Blaine a few weeks back. This happens all the time, apparently. And I'm catching up on the back catalog. I'm almost halfway through so far. I just wanted to drop a line and say thanks for the podcast. I'd rate you on iTunes, but man, I hate that cancer. I hope the email spice five stars. Um, and then he gives us some feedback. He thought it was too bad we lost Glenn early on. Um, he's also an avid P- uh, PC and Western gamer. Um, so he, he kind of wanted to suggest some uh, more Western and PC RPGs. And I did uh, email him back saying we're, we're making a point to do one a year, even though I think this year is kind of a cheat because we're doing essentially a jrpg made on a pc um but just another point that i didn't put in the email that i responded to him you know a lot of problems with western titles and pc rpgs is just the size of the game and in order to get like an adequate review of it we're gonna have to we would have to either set a limit to the amount of time we play in the game or not do everything in the game. There's just no way to get a timely review out for a game that has hundreds of hours of content, like Baldur's Gate or um, you know some of the Elder Scrolls games. So it's not something that's completely off the table. It's just something that uh, when you don't see us do too many of them, it's you know we look at like a completely linear game like a JRPG. Um, it is a 20 to 40 hour experience without a whole lot of give and take in there. Like, you know, if you're, you're playing the game, you're, you're playing it well and beating bosses like you're supposed to, you know, you're going to be done in a predictable amount of time. Now a Western title or a, um, a PC title, that's not necessarily the case. Um, you know, you could get stuck, you know, way off in the corner of bumfucked Egypt, you know, piddling some dude's diddle for a magic sword based on some, ancient lich queen that once gave a blowjob to a prince that was used to be a dog. Like there's, it's just, there's just so much shit. And that's, you know, that's part of it. Um, and some of those games don't, you know, while sprites are kind of timeless, some of those old PC graphics necessarily aren't. So, um, they're, they, they can be a bit, bit trying, um, to spend all that time in again, not necessarily off the table. Um, and thanks so much for the uh, email, John. And thanks, Blaine, for sending more listeners to us again. Like, that's I don't just, know who that is, but you're just, welcome. <laughs> just how that happens, I guess. 
Um, and then uh, the last question we have is from James, our friend James, the the you know the 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 lesser co-host. We'll say no kidding. <laughs> okay. Gretz, Gretz, James on the on the on the newborn baby. That's totally awesome. Uh, we're so totally... Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, no, he had his kids. Yeah, so. I saw that. I was like, yeah, that definitely would have been bad. So yeah. uh, so <laughs> no, we're totally in. Yeah, that kind of locks you out of maybe not coming to any future BitCons in the end of April because you got to be there for a party. But hey, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, it would have been totally cool to have you there, but it's totally sure. acceptable reason why you weren't. So, um, Unlike Kuja, that bastard. Yeah, Kuja, yeah, no, you fucking let us down. You fucking, and he's, he's whining in Discord because he's not part of this episode. Well, you should have went to Oklahoma City, you punk bastard. Just kidding. Uh, love you, Kuja. You're my favorite dingleberry. Um... Now, uh, we, uh, James asked a great episode on, he said great episode on five, five, 15. He asked if you're traveling with three video game characters in a car, who would you choose? And I'll throw this all around the table. Um, and I thought it was also an appropriate question to answer here because of the road trip aspect of what we just did. So, um, I will put Anderson on the spot first and ask you who, what three video game characters you would like to travel with in a car. Uh, this is a uh, really difficult. Uh, okay, I guess my first choice would be Kyle Hyde from Hotel Dusk, just because I could probably make him drive and he would just be quiet the whole time. Okay. And you know, I'm not really a talkative person okay. a lot. Sure. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, second character would be. Uh, geez, I don't know. Uh, Ike from Fire Emblem. Okay. Why Just Ike? because, I, I don't know, uh, I was looking around my room and I saw Fire Emblem. I'm like, oh, Ike. Let me just pick Ike. Okay. <laughs> All right. Acceptable. Uh, and the last one would be, uh, I guess, Prompto from Final Fantasy Fifteen. He could take all the pictures. Prompto? Really? You'd want to be in a car with Prompto? <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Uh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, no. Just... No. All right. You put me on the spot. Uh, I should have known better. All right. Uh, uh, Nick, you want to go next? Uh, all right. Well, I have a joke answer, and then I got a real answer. All right. So my joke, joke answer. Joke answer is uh, any character that uh, is a silent protagonist. That way, I don't have to fucking listen to anybody and just be like driving in the car by myself. Because yeah. that's what would be much preferred. Okay. Real answer would be Luca Blights, Necklord, and I'm, I would say Loki from Docker oh um, um, Profile. Yeah, just oh Jesus! Okay. You sure you don't want the bad boys here with you? Oh my God! Right. I don't think I want to be in that car. That's that sounds like an amazing road trip, though. Like, can you? Can Luca you just, Blight? Oh. Uh, who'd you say after Luca Blight? Necklord. Necklord? Yeah. Oh my God! Just that's like the all the <laughs> maniacal laughter. I just put all the maniacal laughter in one car and just let it go. Like that's what that is. That's that's like a wind up car of tiny angry men. Like that's that's all right. That's my, my rationale would be that it would not be un, 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 uneventful and no. like there would there would be some excitement somewhere. Uh, whether that be like ripping and pillaging, you just slaughtering talent, towns, marrying uh, prepossessing girls. You know who knows? Just fun about. That's yeah, no, that's all right, Blaine. What you got for me? What are your three three uh, uh characters of choice? 
I would need someone that could both be, uh, I guess, like a bodyguard and a driver that would be infallible and uh, infatigable. Okay. So I'm going to go with uh, Random Hajio from Snatcher because he's a robot. Okay. But he can fit in uh, with people and he can like kill stuff really well and okay. probably wouldn't judge me. And steal the glory but, from you uh, at the end of the day. Fine. Let's, let's, yeah, because let's, uh, the other two would probably just be like some random prostitutes from a Grand Theft Auto game or something. Cause, yeah, I figured yeah. I'm amazed we got this far and nobody just named all the biggest characters of the biggest like tits and cleavage so far. Yeah, like, like maybe uh, Lulu or whatever her name is from Final Fantasy X. She's pretty hot. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah, maybe her and I don't other hot chick, I, whatever. Sure, sure. You're gonna drive around all the time. Yeah, that's. that's well, yeah, you could uh, you could pick Cindy. You know, if your car breaks down, she'll fix it. That's I you suppose. know, that's that's a halfway decent I mean, choice. Wor- worst case scenario, I get on uh, Random's back and he just runs. I mean, he's a robot. It's all good. Yeah. So uh, I guess if I were to choose, uh, I'm gonna first just because it's on my mind. Since somebody went with Prompto, I'm gonna go with Ignis. Because A, he can drive the car, and B, he can cook some food. And the dude's, the dude just keeps going even after he's blind. Like, I mean, in you know, who doesn't get tired of, I found a new recipe every, like, 30 <laughs> minutes. Like, that's great. Um, then, I guess, second? Oh, man, it's got to be somebody crazy. Like, somebody just, just off the wall, but not evil. Like, I don't want to go with, like, a Kefka character, because Nick already did that. So, I don't know. Like... Maybe some more. Well, there's two different types. Like Luca is like straight up sociopathic. Kefka yeah. is more deranged. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, who wants to ride in a car with the Joker? That's not fun. Um, let's let's go with like I, you know, just just gotta have some eye candy. So pick your favorite, uh, you know, uh, big titted uh, cleavage chick, whatever. That's cool. Like I mean, it can be it can be Tifa, it can be Quistus, it can be anybody really. Uh, what's the, what's the one that's in the uh, Scarlet or whatever her name is or whatever the 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 Miss RPG contestants that we left behind because that show was vulgar and unnecessary. Um, <laughs> any of those, and then finally, I would pick uh, like you can either go with like any of the powerful mages in World of Warcraft. So it can be Jaina, it can be it can be uh, at your uh, forgot who trained her or whatever his name is because they could just they just open a portal and take you there. Like you don't have to spend twenty hours in a car. Like you should just fucking boop and go, and then you're you're there. It's all done. <laughs> Road trip over. Uh, so that's that's my three. Um, someone to drive, someone to look at, and someone to get you there without actually having to travel. So uh, that's that's you know it is what it is. Uh, I mean, it would also be fun to get one of like the centaurs from like Shining Force and just have them just ride them all the way in. That would be cool. And I guess it'd have like to be a horse like, trailer. No, like you're on their back and like riding oh, a centaur. Like, okay. like, I was like, how are you gonna fit that in a fucking Fiat or something? <laughs> like you're riding in a wagon. <laughs> Just a centaur in a Fiat is amazing. Just like, <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, we appreciate the question, James. Keep them coming. Have fun with your your new baby. They're great. Um, yeah. You know, until they start moving around and destroying things, then they're still great, but in a different kind of way. Um, yeah. So uh, that's that's I think that'll that'll do it for us. Uh, appreciate everyone coming and sitting down and talking about this with me. Um, upcoming, so let me see. We have this episode, and then let me just pull up the thing. I know I should have done this beforehand, but you guys are used to me doing this on the spot because I'm an idiot and don't actually fucking prep things like I should anymore. 
the season's been loosey goosey, guys. Like I didn't even I gotta come up with a new intro. Like I'm still using the season two intro and it feels wrong every time I put it on there. Like it hurts me because the whole plan was to change intros every year. So I guess I just need to work on that this week. I should have did it when I had days off, but pff, fuck that noise. I got just put the Seinfeld intro on it and be all right. Oh god, it's not Seinfeld. Like I'm gonna put the two next <laughs> to each other one day, and then you're just gonna have to deal with it. All right, so so uh we have um one more so we have this episode then we have one more uh off topic episode right i think or maybe two no we have two more off we have two more um off topics and then then chrono trigger so um this episode then two more off topics then chrono trigger review um in the beginning of june so um keep an eye out for that you know i got marcus on the ball for that he's going to be playing that with us um, if you have any questions or topics you'd like to see us talk about between now and the Chrono Trigger episode, because we, with all the traveling, we just need to make sure we gave ourselves plenty of time to beat that game. Um, so send that on into um, Don Papa Grande here, and uh, yeah, and then we'll just go from there. I guess I don't, I don't really know what else to say about that. So uh, I guess until uh, next time, say goodbye, everybody. Hello, everybody. I fucking hate you. Why do you have to do this every time? <laughs> every time. On this episode of the RPG show, Nick, Brent has an aneurysm. You've done this joke like four times. What are you doing? I really don't give a shit. I know you don't. Bye. Bye, everybody. Deuces. Ta-ta. that show i love it so much i wish i could just just embrace you and give you the most love possible but you know what you know what says love more than than an intimate embrace money that's right money says it
And you know what? You can give us money without ever actually having spent any extra money. Because I know I know what you're doing. You're going to Amazon. You're getting the free two-day shipping. You're buying your extra-large uh, underwear or your five-pound chocolate Easter bunny or what? God knows what else you're buying. They got all kinds of shit there. You know, Prime with the free two-day shipping. Just, it's great. I know you're doing it. And what happens, if you go on over to our website at therpgshow.com, you click on the Amazon affiliate link, and everything you buy, after clicking on that link, Amazon pays us. It's like you're giving us money, but you're making Amazon do it. How great is that? Right? That's what I thought. So, just you do that, that'd be great. Thank you. I, I don't really know how to end this. That's, so, yeah, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The RPG Show. You know what you can do? You can head on over to the website at therpgshow.com. You can find all sorts of rip-roaring, badass, banging shit there. You can find links to our forums, YouTube, Twitch channels, as well as a Help the Show link and a link to the Discord, as we mentioned earlier. If, you know, live chatting is not, you know, your bag then you can send us an email to podcast at therpgshow.com or even follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. And I think really that's it. Oh, no it's not. You know it'd be better than all those things if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Each one helps, and we love you for it. So until next time, stay awesome. Bye, everybody. Okay, so me, Brent Cornell of Sound Mind and Body, do declare that if I die before arrival upon my house place thing, that uh, Nicholas is of zero fault. He did not murder me. I died because I'm, 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 I'm weak and I'm frail and I'm a pussy. And can't handle things like this and should never attempt them again. Uh, So help me God.